0: Bobby, yo, cops and bobbers, how are you today?
1: I'm doing all right. How are you doing?
0: So, I've got a meme for you to look at. All right, let's do it. And uh, you're going to be probably completely clueless as to what this is. Good chance. Um, but we're going to explain everything today. All
1: right, I'm sure I'll learn so something. Just, today. just the
0: image there. Kind of ignore my script.
1: Just a guy in the picture. It looks like he's maybe in his bedroom or something like that. The guy's not wearing a shirt, and it says "Good night." Too, too mad? Too mad. Too mad? Yeah, too okay, mad. good night. Too mad. Yeah. Uh, it's T W O M mm. A D. All right. Looks like he's in a pretty good mood. He's got a big smile on his face. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and that is something that we're going to touch on a little bit uh, about uh, the demeanor, the sort of spirits that he's in. Mm-hmm. But in order to give this context, we need to know who this person in the photo is. Okay. So. In Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada, on December 17, 2000, Moudier Siddiq, known publicly as Tumad, was okay. born to Ethiopian parents. And on February fourteenth, 2024, just last week, he was found dead in his apartment. Oh. Tumad was a content creator and streamer with millions of subscribers. Uh, his rise began with streams of him playing Overwatch and other online games. He eventually drifted into other forms of content and saw mass popularity during the pandemic. One of his most popular videos, for example, was one in which he would get into Zoom classrooms, uh, just sneak his way in to Zoom classroom <laughs> meetings and prank the <laughs> random classes. Okay. which <laughs> Sounds fun. That's a great concept on its own. I, yeah. I think that's a hilarious concept on its own. hmm I watched some of his content uh, for this podcast, and he did have some funny moments with the sort of like class clown type of behavior. Sure. And now, in order to get an idea of how Tumad's personality developed, I started learning about his family and his upbringing, but I'm not going to touch too much on too many details of his family uh, or his family members, because it seems that... He and his family had made a conscious decision to keep his internet notoriety separate from his family's lives. Okay. So I'm going to respect that, and I'm not going to talk about any other family members uh, okay. going forward, um, except for just a brief thing about, uh, the, you know, just very briefly in this next paragraph. Okay. What I will say— is that Tumad was born to Ethiopian parents, and while he didn't naturally have an Ethiopian accent, he would often put on what's called an agbada, which is uh, an African robe, and he would do African-sounding accents to imitate being a foreign person, and this became a very regular character for him. Okay. Being an Ethiopian-Canadian, some may argue that this behavior is not prejudice or cultural appropriation because he could just be imitating his parents or other relatives, and he himself... Isn't Ethiopian Canadian. It's just a quirky jab at his family uh, and what he grew up with. But this clip I'm going to show you may not be nearly as excusable.
1: Okay. Who's this? I am uh, a Shashomga from Uhatitov, the University. I am a new transfer student and this is my brother. And then you guys do have some to. Shashamga. What I said to But uh, I come from Japan. You know who Joe?
0: So that might be a little bigger of a stretch to excuse Yeah, a little bit Yeah uh, He's he's clearly not an Asian person No And he is putting on this I, I can't think of what are those hats called You know, the Japanese hats Oh yeah,
1: I'm not sure It's a nice oh. touch though
0: <laughs> Yeah Um, And like it would be harder to excuse that Than yeah. like his African character Yeah Like his African character, you know He could just be like say if if I grew up with you know like my grandfather I'll I'll, I'll imitate his accent sometimes you know yeah. um and I, because I was around him and you know I I'm also Middle Eastern and mm-hmm. I just thought his accent was fun you yeah. know yeah oh, I, I love a good accent yeah. yeah absolutely and every time I would talk to him you know like and I'd hear his accent again like after you know a while when I was just talking to him on the phone mm-hmm. um. You know, every time I talked to him, it was great. And I, I would love to do imitations of his accent sometimes because, <laughs> like, I remember when I told him I wanted to be a linguist, mm-hmm. he said, your grandfather, me, speak four or five different languages <laughs> And he did, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's funny because, like, I, I always loved that when he would do that, your grandfather me (laughs) (laughs) in case you were confused yeah
1: (laughs) just to clarify (laughs) well i mean usually you got two grandfathers so (laughs) yeah but just i
0: don't know i just always felt i always got a kick out of it when he would do that uh but yeah no he was a brilliant guy and uh but i'd still i'd still it would be hard not to you know i grew up with that Mm -hmm. it's hard not to imitate the accent you know Uh, in the one thing my dad always told me i i didn't i never heard my grandfather say this but uh one thing that my dad always told me was that his his father, my grandfather, had a friend who had a farm and was growing corn at that farm. Mm-hmm. And my grandfather would call him and go, Hey, how you doing? How are your corns? <laughs> well, he wanted to include them all, not just the one. <laughs> and and that's fun to imitate, you know? Yeah. And so so the Ethiopian, the Asian character or the, the African character that he does. That is something that can be argued whether or not it's appropriate, you know, and and a lot of times he pushes, he did push that character pretty far and did sort of make fun of the ignorance of foreign people. Mm, Yeah. And even though he is Ethiopian and his parents are Ethiopian, like even though uh, he had that background, it did get to a point where it would be like me just because I'm Middle Eastern, making a joke about, you know, a Middle Eastern person being ignorant, you know, for Mm. living out in the desert and like all these stereotypes and stuff. And so it would, he did cross those lines. But with the Asian stuff, it's a little worse in my opinion. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not up to me to be offended for Asian people, but I'm not especially interested in listening to an R-naught do an exaggerated Asian character. Mm Mm-hmm. We had Mickey Rooney playing Mr. Yunioshi. Oh, yeah. And Breakfast at Tiffany's, and that was enough. Yeah. And before anyone starts to tout about the difference between just joking around and real racism, I might need to remind everyone that among the first appearances of Yellowface in film was in a work by D.W. Griffith, best known for Birth of a Nation, a racially charged epic featuring characters in blackface that became so popular. It, it, it reignited the Ku Klux Klan. Oh. Before that film, Griffith targeted Asians through Yellowface in his 1910 short, The Sea Slur, at Golden Gulch. <laughs> so a silly, harmless little imitation literally led to the reinvigoration of the fucking KKK. So don't even start with that. It's just a bit of humor bullshit with me because the effects go beyond the occasional giggle you might get out of it. Plus, unless you're an Asian person or a black person, you cannot fully understand what it is like to see these types of invitations take place. So I think it's just best we don't encourage this behavior. Yeah. It's hard not to chuckle at it sometimes. Oh, yeah. You know, but it's, you got to think about it. You got to think about the behavior. Some people take it
1: too far. You know, you and I, we're going to see that and we're going to go, ha ha ha, that's funny. And that'll be the end of it. But then you got people in the KKK who are like, hey. (laughs)
0: Yeah, he's on our side. (laughs) All right. You know, I always knew those Chinese people were all fucked up, and his imitation is just like those people. (laughs) Now, I'm not just criticizing or dismissing Tumad because of some racially insensitive humor. He is very young in these videos, and he's doing this nonsense, but we've all done dumb shit and have grown out of it. Yeah. That doesn't excuse his behavior at all, But it is important to consider that maturity doesn't just manifest without mistakes being made first. Right. And something that seems to cloud the judgment of very young people, like Tumad in this example, is a high level of attention or limelight in which they find themselves before they learn to know themselves. Mm -hmm. What I mean is that maturing as a person takes humility, and that humility is difficult to accept until you realize that the society that raises you, they can more or less be in agreement That your behavior or your thoughts about yourself are currently wrong. And you need to practice some introspection to improve the person you are. So you need to realize that the people outside of you see you differently than you see yourself. Mm -hmm. And you need to take another look at yourself and see if they're right. And you need to actually take that consideration seriously. When a person experiences existential popularity at too young of an age, it becomes too easy to find the people who will tell you what you want to hear instead. So you're hearing all these yes men rather than what you need to hear in Mm -hmm. order to grow as a human being. Essentially, you become very popular at a young age. You don't have the maturity level you need to hear criticisms. And there is an endless pool of people who are willing to confirm your self-aggrandizing thoughts. And it leads to behavior like this clip. To arrest your ass, yeah, course, Right. When he came back, what was the first thing he told you? He, he, said, got out. he said, "Listen, he, he out said, if you get out, or, I'm you a know. what?" God, I was trying to tell so you listen, that before man. you so yeah. even started talking but, but, to me. Yeah, before, yeah, before I tell you. Listen to somebody listen. who has experience in life. It's so only guys telling this. No no no, 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 I'm not going. I'm not going because like, you're so manipulating. So the same thing you say you not want to do, or you've been through, you're doing the exact same shit, and you're using all these bullshit excuses of why you're still fucking up. So you're
1: you're you're the type of person you're gonna have to bump your fucking head for you to learn. So when somebody who is older than you I wanna tell you right Let now, to you're Australophilicus Chromague, fucking, fucking stupid, you're retarded, you're fucking down syndrome, I don't give a fuck. You do not understand that your literacy level needs to be brought up from the fucking Mariana on a trench and you have a fucking issue with I'm your intelligence. intelligence. When the bites come and the ants come at me, it'll take ten thousand, a hundred thousand of them to take me down. So that's how minuscule you are to my size, right? My stature of intelligence, character, body, and um, reverence in the world. 1K is better for this pussy who doesn't want to give away his millions. Are you Jewish? No, man, because I'm going to do movies, stand-up comedy, everything, all the shit. Music, whatever the fuck, e-commerce. You don't understand that you're talking to, like, a Michelangelo of my time. Right? Like, I'm a genius, an outside-level history bookmaker. You're going to be forgotten like the dust in the sand. When you're in the fucking Sahara and there's hundred million, thousand billion fucking sand particles, you're going to be one of those. And I'm going to be a statue erected in gold. Charming.
0: Oh, yeah. So uh, that was a clip of Nicholas Cantu. He was the voice of Gumball starting in the fifth season. He was the third uh, person to play Gumball. He replaced Jacob Hopkins and then he himself was replaced before the Gumball Chronicles. In this clip, he's talking to an Uber driver and a Minecraft streamer who goes by Dream, and he's being extremely rude and expressing absurd levels of self-importance. Oh, yeah. This is what often happens when people become popular at too young of an age. They greatly overestimate their value, or they dismiss the harmfulness of their own behavior. They get to live in this fantasy world where whatever they do is right. This happens, you know, like you, you, obviously you see the same kind of self-aggrandizing behavior in people who have inherited a lot of money. They -hmm. think they've earned it somehow when really they were born with it. They didn't do shit to earn what they have, but they think because they have it, they must be important to Mad's behavior. Just in the clips I've shown you doesn't necessarily show an arrogant side, but do show a disregard for his behavior. However, these are prank clips Mm-hmm. And behaving inappropriately is often the point of pulling pranks. Right. So, what was Tumad like off screen? Some of Tumad's more vocal critics who knew him closely consider this moment on his online behavior to be a glimpse into what he was like as a person. But it, before I show you, it requires some context. So, on February 11th, 2023, a 16 year old trans girl uh, named Brianna Gay was murdered by two teens who I'm not going to name for reasons that will be obvious here in a moment. She was stabbed to death in a premeditated murder. And when I say premeditated, I mean, here is a handwritten plan out to kill her. Okay. Yes. And it reads about how they're going to you know, follow her bus route and they're going to sneak up on her and one's going to stab her in the stomach while the other one stabs her in the back. So like the whole thing was planned out. So they did end up stabbing her to death. And after her killers were thankfully convicted to life in prison without the possibility of parole for the first 20 years for one and 22 for the other, one of her killers kept boasting that she was now famous for murdering Brianna Gay. Zero remorse for killing this poor kid. And... Continued to express pride in the sad, cowardly act even a year after Gay's death. So, obviously, a disgusting and tragic story.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, one day on Twitter, someone called Too Mad out for being chronically online and posting things nonstop, accusing him of appearing to not have a life. Too Mad responded with, I have a girlfriend, bro. Look. And it's a picture of Brianna Gay. Okay. After a huge backlash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a huge understandable backlash. Too claimed that he had just been scrolling online one day, saw the picture, not knowing who she was, saved it because he thought she was hot, then used the random picture as a joke later on. Oh, my God. You should do
1: at least a little bit of research. I mean, come on.
0: Or come up with a better <laughs> lie. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. But... Uh, To to which a lot of people responded to him saying that she was 16 and Too Mad was in his 20s at this time.
1: Oh man, he's just having problems all over the place.
0: Yeah, yeah. Not just a bad picture. Not doing well. And now this could be a mistake he made, which most people seem to doubt. But shortly after this post, a girl who knew Too Mad personally had this to say. She posted this on Twitter. Too Mad is psychotic. What he said about the trans girl is genuinely how he is in real life. He's way worse in real life. Most psychopathic person I've ever fucking known. Wow. If you're reading this, Mudea, this, is, this isn't this is an excuse to try talking to me again. I am completely serious about involving the police. Wow. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> Seems like there's a lot more going on here than some controversial posts, right? Yeah, yeah. More accusations of Tumad pursuing underage girls, pressuring girls into sexual acts, sexual assault, harassment, etc., uh, came to surface. Tumad denied that he engaged in sexual assault, and chat logs came out of him seeming to be manipulative and uh, sexually exploitive of people, and it didn't look good for him all around. Of course, with Tumad being passed away now, It's not as if justice can be served in some way against him. But it is important to listen to people who were potentially victims of his behavior. But it wasn't just inappropriate sexual behavior. Now, that's pretty common. The sexual misconduct seems to be one of the most common things that any influencer, famous person, politician, that seems to be the path where they get themselves in trouble. Mm -hmm. But there was more to Tumad's behavior than that. After the news broke that Tumad had passed, this was posted on Twitter. This is from somebody named Jameski. I can finally say it. Tumad was a rapist and a pedophile. Oh, wow. Over the past few years, he tried to murder me multiple times for helping the police and detectives in multiple states to investigate a lot of horrible things he's done. He wanted to take out multiple innocent lives by getting behind a wheel and going head on a freeway while being high on illegal drugs, he didn't succeed once as he had overdosed before killing anybody, so he tried it again. Despite him trying to murder me and multiple innocent lives, I've been trying to help law enforcement to make sure he's safe, doesn't get hurt, and doesn't harm anybody else. Please remember that he is a rapist and a pedophile. He continued to prey on, vul- on the vulnerable even after the police got involved, including a 13-year-old in a mental hospital. The tragedy doesn't excuse any of his actions. I will address a lot of stuff when I fully collect my thoughts. Past few months have been total mess and reasons why I ended up in the ER. Please give me time. So, allegedly, Too Mad wanted to intentionally get in a car and run people over like
1: pedestrians or people. Yeah. Okay.
0: Wanted to run people over. Uh, I don't know how targeted this was Mm -hmm. because he did have allegedly again, he did have people in mind who he wanted to specifically kill. And one of the ways in which he wanted to kill people was to get behind a wheel and run people over Yeah, I, it's, you're at a, like, I was at a loss for words when I learned this.
1: God, what? Uh,
0: And I was, as I was reading through this, there were some posts of people saying that they knew who this 13-year-old mental patient was. It was because he had posted pictures with her on Instagram, I guess, or of her on Instagram. Now, this post from Jameski, it's just one guy's story here, but Mm -hmm. there have been some corroborating voices to say, yeah, in fact, these accusations are true, including the desire to run people over with his car. And a name you're going to find familiar, Ross O'Donovan, Mm -hmm. formerly of Game Grumps, had this to say. This is a lot, but yeah, I witnessed firsthand two Mads threats on James' life during TwitchCon. He couldn't even go home because he knew his address and was en route to Vegas after the threats. He had to use our hotel room to hide out while waiting for law enforcement. Whoa. Yeah. Pretty fucked up. A that. bet. Obviously, I cannot know what Mad was like, because I never met him, Right. and I don't know what he was going through, but it sounds like there was a significant amount of problematic behavior, and his unsettling tendencies bled more and more into his public life as well, with him tweeting a lot of nonsensical, even for him, things toward the end. And I want you to take a look at this section of his Twitter timeline. I didn't piece these out and paste them together. This is just a, a cross section of his Twitter timeline, kind of leading up close to when he died, that he just posted with no explanation.
1: Okay. Uh, wow, that's a lot of guns. Yeah. They're all guns, aren't they? What's yep. that love?
0: That's an advertisement. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I did. I wanted. Okay. To, I wanted to be sure I didn't cut anything so right, that ad's no. still in there. So
1: we got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven pictures of his, and they are all guns. And uh, yeah, that's a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. It's just firearm after firearm with no real explanation. Yeah, and there's a variety there like you
1: get what revolvers, you get assault rifles, you get there's all kinds of stuff. Clearly in there.
0: a red flag to say the yeah, least. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> now, regardless of where his seemingly unhinged behavior was coming from, he appeared to be a threat to others. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, either way, he was 23 when he died and and just looking at that on the surface, it's hard to not consider it to be some form of tragedy. Mm. Mm-hmm. The cause of his death appears to have been an overdose. Uh, He had been silent on socials for a while, which was unusual for him, and a welfare check was requested. Mm -hmm. It was then that police found Tumad in his home, unresponsive, at his desk, where apparently Overwatch 2 was still active on the computer. He may have been dead for days before he was found.
1: Wow.
0: So he had demons, obviously. Mm Mm-hmm. But he didn't need to make those demons everyone else's problem. No. And I don't revel in the death of somebody that young. It's horrible. It's awful that it happened. Yeah. I can't help but think people are probably safer with him gone, you know?
1: Sounds like it, yeah. Any random pedestrian walking down the road was at risk. Sounds like but,
0: it. but it would have been better if he had gotten help yeah. rather than ending in this way. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's
1: not a good way for anybody to go.
0: Yeah. And and it's, it doesn't say a lot of good for you as a person if the general response is relief when you're no longer a threat.
1: Yeah. That's not a good sign.
0: Yeah. So what do you think?
1: I don't know, man. It sounds like it's just a bad story all around. Yeah. It was
0: bad from beginning to end. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, ugh.
1: That's too bad. I, I wish he'd gotten the help that he needed yeah instead of you know going out like he did but
0: yeah know. and and i i i hate to say this because like i don't i don't like giving people an out when they behave badly no but he was very young and there was still a possibility to turn his character around yeah you know how, how old was he 23 when he 23 yeah,
1: yeah that's pretty young yeah um yeah i i think you know anybody under the age of about 25 has still got you know some some room to to grow yeah, some yeah. Uh, that seems to be yeah. about the maturity you know kind of when you find your your way in life
0: yeah you know and and yeah. to be to be fair to be honest like i you know i i've i've seen people become more mature between 25 and 30, or oh, between yeah. 30 I mean, and 35. I'm, I'm not
1: mature yet, and I'm 41, so...
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you know if I reach maturity before I get to 41. Okay, yeah, see if
1: you can beat my score. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, well, I know this was a miserable episode, mm-hmm. I I'm, and I don't know 2Mad's career as well as, uh, you know, some of his, you know, actual fans would yeah. have known. So yeah, if I've... you're a fan of Tumad mad and you want to... Uh, give me some input on on things. We do follow up sometimes and I I will follow up with some things in defense of his content or or whatever. And I will mm-hmm. say I did read some comments and stuff that said, you know, when he passed before people knew about the personal behavior of his that it, the there were some people very sad when he passed. Yeah. And well, I'm sure. and there were some people who said that his content helped them get through the pandemic, you know. Mm-hmm. And cuz he he was somebody who was chronically posting and yeah. and so he was providing entertainment for people and there is some value in that uh but at the same time he he doesn't seem to at least at that point in his life have been a good person at all and uh, that's that's very unfortunate but yeah. um it's you know it's and I, I i learned a lot of like little things about him as well um do you know who bell delphine is I don't think so. No, oh, she she's an OnlyFans star who posts like semi controversial stuff online stuff. So, like it's kind of goofy, sexy humor type okay. stuff. Uh and, and he ended up collaborating with her for a while and there was a rumor that those two were dating. Mm. And which getting a rumor like that spread in a way kind of funny to me. Like yeah. it was because of you know, when you know who Belle Delphine is, like it, it is kind of funny and very she's very good at being a troll online. One, one good example of, of some of the sort of prank-style things that she does is the guys from uh, H3H3. Have you ever watched that?
1: I've heard of them, but no, I've, I don't think I've ever seen their so, stuff.
0: Yeah, so the main guy from that, like, he had ordered like a box from Belle Delphine, and she is this huge like, sexually desirable person online. Okay. And one of the things that he received is this block and it's this clear block of like, I don't know if it's resin or what, mm-hmm. but there's a a, a USB uh, cartridge sealed inside of it <laughs> okay. that says my nudes on it. <laughs> 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 and I, I love like little troll stuff like that. That's yeah. fun. That's fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, and and it, I think that she and, and Too Mad may have seen that similar style of humor in each other, that sort of troll-like humor. Mm-hmm. And if you stick with a certain type of trolling, it can be fun like that. Sure. And in, in fact, if you look at some of his prank videos, especially when he was doing the Zoom calls and you know sneaking into people's classes, there are some points wherein he is laughing along because he's getting a laugh out of the people mm-hmm. in the in the classrooms and he starts laughing along with them because he, he can't hold it in. And that that's fun. That that connection's fun. Yeah. But then occasionally some of his pranks would go straight to racism or like yelling swears into the into the microphone and yeah, things like that. That's not funny. And it's like That's lazy humor. Yeah, it, it is. It's razy lacism is what it is. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> that is That is a uh, Jimmy Carr reference, everybody. I did not come up with that. (laughs) Please. I don't need my inbox full. If you're going to be mad at anybody, be mad at Jimmy Carr.
1: Oh, don't be mad at Jimmy Carr.
0: I love Jimmy Carr. (laughs) Oh, yeah.
1: He's one of the greats.
0: Yeah. All right. Well, that was enough of that. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.